Ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts and refrain from whatever you're doing because you are now about to embark on an amazing journey going back to others and you'll be listening to all the participants on this fantastic tour. So please listen carefully. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Good evening, Khuyanand, Mulweni, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali show. Yeah, it's always so exciting because, again, we're focusing on our Back to Your Roots tour where it was absolutely wonderful. Now, this tour happened from the 16th of um, December 2015, and we came back on the 1st of January 2016, kind of very renewed with amazing experiences that we've had. Now, I've got three guests in the studio. Very pleased to have them here. I have Thabit Hendricks, and I have Auntie Fatima, and Auntie, I was just thinking, what's Auntie Fatima's surname again? And I remember his birch. And then we have Nuha Francis. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the program. So it's so good to have you here. I just want to perhaps start off by saying, you know what? When we arrived at Jakarta Airport, now this is your back to your roots to it. All of you would have had different thoughts about why you were doing this trip. And here you are, and you're in Jakarta. And now, you know, the feelings and the thoughts that were flooding your mind. Perhaps just to share some of that with us. You know, we could we can start with Abit. Um, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Yeah, shukran, Shaida. Um, for me, it was, a, it was a different experience because uh, way, way back, I think maybe 15 years or so, I met this Indonesian on my travels to the Holy City, and we spent most of our time together. As I was always attracted to his ways, his manners, his sincerity levels, and his humility. And uh, I wanted to see this beautiful country. I wanted to go to Indonesia. And when I heard the, the ad on the radio uh, with Brother Fatih advertising this tour, I said to my wife, this is what we have to experience. So when we arrived in Jakarta, that's exactly what we experienced. The total humility, the tolerance of these people is incredible. I've never ever, I must say alhamdulillah, that I have been blessed to travel. I've never ever met a, um, a group of people, a country where the people are so humble and so tolerant of each other. And that for me, when I arrived, at the airport in Jakarta, first of all, the heat wave, it, you know, it's very humid and hot. But that aside, for me, what, what makes it important when I travel is that communication, the contact with people. People make my travel. My interaction with people makes my travel. And I just love them. They are sincere. And I must say once again, their tolerance level is what I've, I've never experienced. It, and I've, I'm trying to bring back some and use it in my everyday, especially when I'm sitting in traffic and such like. Mm -hmm. Maybe someone would like to continue. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so perhaps let's just move to Auntie Fatima. Auntie Fatima, I know we travelled on the flight together and already I think at Singapore Airport I chatted with you a little bit, but perhaps to tell us why you, you had a very specific reason for also being on this Back to Your Roots tour. So tell us what it felt like when you first arrived and how the travel felt and whether the excitement was Adding when we were in Singapore, who now got us Jakarta too. So, tell us how it felt, Auntie Fatima. It was very excited for me because the, the things that I was looking forward to when I when I came there, it was totally different. Mm -hmm. And uh, the people like Tabitha is very humble. 
down to earth and I mean if you watch that people and you look at them then I think to myself if the whole world will be like that it will be a better world yeah yeah because you know even when they're young yes I mean we're not related to them but the respect Mm. they give us Mm -hmm. is amazing yeah and and Auntie Fatima and and, uh, that's really wonderful to mention and describe it like that I know that you had a particular excitement about the Molud and and in our program we'll focus a little less of it but I want you to speak about it what was your whole thought about the intention and the influence about your life as a person who loved Molud, what role did that play in your decision to come on the tour? When I actually um, heard that uh, Fatih's cousin's wife told me about this trip and she said to me, you know, Auntie Fatima, Fatih is going to go to Indonesia and he's even going to Sirabon for the Maulat. Yes. That was my passion. I've got to, I like, I love Maulat. Yes. Since I was very small, I used to go with my grandma, and it never went away from me. Yes. It was the all the time. So I was just excited about the Maulud Anabi. For me, it was like a challenge. I want to see how they celebrate their Mauluds. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing, and it was something that I could bring back. Like my Khalifa asked me, how was it? Tell me about the Maulud. I said, Khalifa. It's so different, yeah. but it's still the Maulud. Mm-hmm. It is linked to that. We do it here, we do riwayats, and we celebrate like we, the, uh, on Abi Muhammad, we will make ticket. But there is like practical. It's like a story that they telling. It's a story, isn't it? Hey? And it's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it still comes to the same thing because they also salawat. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and and when we get to go to the Molud, what did it feel like to be such special guests? I mean, we even had um, amidst these thousands of people, we had our names on our chairs. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was so very nice. Yeah. And I mean, it, like when I came there, I said to myself. Look at my name here. Yes. I wanted to take the tag off. I mean, it was so you, you've got to look both sides, this side and that side. You don't yeah. want to miss nothing. Yeah. And it's so amazing. Like we went inside. It was raining. Yes. Shaida, you know, we all got wet. Yes. But for me, it was when I, when I was, as I was walking in, I thought to myself, yeah, Allah, look here. Isn't this nice? The people is all getting outside yes. because it's so full yeah. and they've got big screens. Yeah. And it's so nice because they could see any, uh, um, I mean, everything. Yeah, that was inside. going on inside. Yeah. yeah. Just yes, of course. At the same moment, it yeah. was in Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, basically, we were sitting there, we were all our special guests with our names on our chairs, as yeah. we know. And then in comes these three or four beauty queens. Yeah. And they had the ball gowns on yeah. and they had their crowns and, and nobody like turned around or looked or we said well it was the natural process the yeah. tolerance that everybody had I, I know the Cape Towns and the South Africans we all the eyes were stretching but yeah. everybody just accepted it just 
you just go and you're part of it and nobody's judging or, or, yes. or such like. I thought that yeah. was really wonderful, the acceptance yeah. of everybody. Absolutely. Noha, I know that you want to say something about the Molot and then we will get to, I want to know your thoughts about and the excitement about being on this tour because I th- you were one of the young people on the tour. So it's very interesting to hear your take and your view on it because there were many uh, more mature people, just a few youngsters. So I, I would imagine it would have been a very special and different experience for you. Um, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Um, arriving in Jakarta after two long flights was a bit hectic, so obviously we were all tired. But once stepping in on, on the land of Jakarta, it was amazing. I mean, everybody greeted you, they smiled at you, they made you feel at home, and indeed I felt at home. Um, the trip itself in a whole, I think, was amazing. Um, definitely being one of the youngest wasn't a challenge, but you you kind of get you feel more you connect to the small ones. Um, the the uh, we're going to talk about the orphanage later on, and connecting with the, the children from the orphanage. Mm-hmm. And, and perhaps to speak general. about that here, yeah, just to speak about that, how was that? We because we're going to focus on it now. How was that experience for you um, in the context of your life as well, Nuha? Um, uh, arriving at the um, orphanage, seeing the small children with their smiles on their faces was for me a blessing. And I, th- and I think to myself, although it's so amazing that he put um, them under the protection of the lady in charge, which was uh, Tuti Aluia, um, and uh, they did nasheeds for us and they recited for us, and it just had a warm feeling in my heart. Yeah. And indeed, I realized that um, it is such a privilege for me, and I had my brother on the tour with me, yes. it's a privilege for us to have our parents. and. Uh, you don't take things like that for granted, especially if you're this age. And that, I mean, the children there were from as young as five to 17. Yeah. So it, it did play a big part in me. I think that had the most eye-opening experience for me on the trip when we arrived. Yeah, I think it's really wonderful because I think all of us would have had different um, experiences, different impact on us um, at different times um, and, and also different places. So perhaps to, to speak with you and uh, Thabit and Auntie Fatima in terms of, because I think the orphanage was a, was a fundamentally important um, event for us, the gift giving of the children, etc. Um, I mean, I'm excited to also ask you the other interaction with the children was a cultural event when you were, you know, yeah, invited to go and dance, and it was wonderful. But yeah. let's get to the orphanage first. Yeah. yeah, the orphanage was one of the highlights in Jakarta. I think for me, uh, what stood out was obviously the professionalism, and it followed through from the orphanage right through to the university, and mm-hmm. even the way the mosque was run. Yeah, and and obviously. Uh, uh, Tutia Luia's father started all this and she's following through and, and her daughter's also helping out so the whole, the way they received us the professionalism, the, the kindness the love that we experienced was it was incredible but what stood out for me Shaida was basically um, well the casinos, everything was beautiful but when we started handing out the gifts and I've been to many orphanages Alhamdulillah I, I couldn't uh, um, basically uh, understand that these children they, they they are orphans but they were sitting they were like just waiting nobody reached out and, and and indicated that they wanted this gift or that gift they patiently waited until 
they got a gift. And for me, that the discipline, the humility, even uh, continued all the way through to the orphans, and I, that really was uh, that touched my heart. And 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 the way they wanted to take pictures with us, they they hugged me and they 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 they, they held my hand and put it on the, on their forehead. It was such a warm emotional experience. But once again, I'd like to repeat the professionalism that the institute. You could see everything was on its place and on its time. And Tushyalawia, I must say, I take my fierce inverted commas yeah. off for her yeah. because um, you know the Prophet Muhammad has always encouraged women to take leading roles, and and she really does it. And it it should be really nothing new, but it stands out because not very many people do that. She's she was amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, so and great I, experience. Yeah, I, I, I second your thoughts in terms of uh, Tuti Alawiya. What an amazing woman and so graciously done. It's like, you know, she's in her role. That's exactly where she belongs and she is so comfortable in that role and so beautiful as it were. Well done yeah. to her. Well yeah. done to her. Absolutely. And humble and full of love. Yeah. Not just so full of love. Yeah. I, I'd like Auntie Fatima to hold your thought, Auntie Fatima, because I think we need to take a commercial break and when we come back, we will have you share your thoughts with us. So stay with us. Imagine a place where you can find all sorts of great food. A place that offers everything under one roof. Imagine Eastern cuisine from curries to pastas, Belgian waffles to pancakes, or at Rossini Fine Dining Restaurant. Imagine superb sizzling tikka chicken and all kinds of meat and chicken braai at its best at Chicken Tikka Inn. Imagine triple-decker steak sandwiches, layered cocktails, and fresh juices at Metro Juices. Imagine great food and ambience at Arabian Nights Lounge and Hookah. Don't imagine. Come to Metro Food Center. Enjoy great food for the whole family. Find us at 104 Crombom Road underneath the Crombom Bridge. Call 021-696-5422. Hayranisa Davids Attorney specializes in drafting of wills, including Sharia-compliant wills, the administration of deceased estates, transfers of fixed properties, registration of bonds or four major banks, creation of trusts, specialized commercial law and sequestration applications. Harunisa Davids Attorneys is an ex-employee of the Master of the High Court, has vast experience in finalization of deceased estates and dealing with the most complex estates. Easy accessible premises situated on the corner of Garfield and Alamin Roads, Claremont, of Imam Harun Road near Kenilworth Centre. Contact us in 021-683-7437. Hairanisa Davids, Attorneys. Have you helped quench the thirst of your Muslim brother? Sponsor a water well for only 9,500 rands in Africa or a borehole for just 40,000 rands as a means of sadaqa jariya for a deceased loved one. Africa Muslims Agency has built over 15,000 water wells and boreholes in Africa. Special monthly payments can be arranged to suit you. Contact Africa Muslims Agency now on 021-699-0545 or donate online at africamuslimsagency.co.za Africa Muslims Agency, the agency that cares. A leading international school in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, seeks to recruit teachers for the following subjects to teach in local and international programs. 
lower grades english mathematics and science intermediate and higher grades english mathematics physics chemistry biology business and accounting good salaries housing allowance 45 days paid vacation family health insurance and annual a tickets teaching couples preferred the husband should be the principal applicant the following qualifications are necessary bachelor degree 2 years teaching experience certificate for higher teaching english to non native speakers candidates must pass the saudi embassy requirements and ministry of education qualification test send your cvs to if.alhara@arwa.sch.sa oh, i'm feeling sick today <laughs> i'm tired I haven't slept for the last few nights. My head is sore and my joints are paining. I have digestive and stomach problems. It seems my blood circulation is bad. I can see you are really sick and suffering. Our friends are raving about Doxamore. Let us get some Doxamore and soon your sickness and suffering will be over. Doxamore, the natural 100% aloe with no sugar, alcohol-free and totally halal. The perfect solution for all your ailments. Gout, arthritis, fibrosis, diabetes, skin ailments, joint aches and pains, including colon cleansing. Call today on 021-697-5944. Available in all leading stores and pharmacies. Also available in capsule form. Doxamore, the natural herbal way. Feel the difference. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts and refrain from whatever you're doing because you are now about to embark on an amazing journey going back to our roots and you'll be listening to all the participants on this fantastic tour. So please listen carefully. I'm Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Sabit, Noha and Auntie Fatima and of course we're chatting about the trip back to your roots tour. Oh, it was lekker and now I know, but some of it was sad. Yeah, by a lekker. Some of it was sad and we actually, absolutely, we, we, we at the, the point where this was actually very sad for us and it was the visit to the orphanage which was really a fundamental focus on the tour. for us and Fatima what did it feel like to be amongst those children and when they were reciting so beautifully for us that was very very amazing it was very hard so for me it's, for me it's something i always work with children if even if, I, if i'm at home but this was something different because as tabit also said now they very humble they won't even jump up and they sit and they will sit when you wait like they wait for you to bring that gift for them and the way they recited that was for me very amazing sitting there as if they know 
what is taking, what is going to happen next. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was very hard. So, and um, it was very hard. So, I, I mean, I cried. And and I was, yeah, I was crying, but I was yes. hiding my tears. Oh no! Yeah, I, I, it was very yeah, hard for me. Yes, it was very hard for me to to hide my tears. I mean, I was at some point I had to tell myself, Shahida, you now need to calm down because later it for me gevoel ik kan snik so hard sê was dit vir my om na especially die kleinkies in my saart word am seer nee. The small yeah, ones that was and I mean it was hard. Opposite me. Yeah. And um, I got the chance to hug them. Yes. As Tabi said, they so yes. humble. Yeah. They will come to you and I mean there's no other way but you must hug them because yeah. they you feel the love. You felt the love, isn't it? Hey, Alhamdulillah. So, so you know, and, and so that was really a highlight for all of us. Tuti Alawiya manages. She has this orphanage, and it has kind of like a preschool, a primary school, high school, and university. Absolutely stunningly done. Attached to this wonderful mosque. And we even had a wedding, which she very quickly arranged for us. And there was a wedding that we were... Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it was, it really, yeah. I was, I was also hoping that I was one of the bridesmaids at the time. So, I mean, that was very exciting. And then, you know, in, in Jakarta, we then visit, uh, visited this mini park, theme park. And if, if our listeners can only see, and we need to have it all on the website, these different buildings, the most interesting buildings representing the different cultural groups um in and religious groups and so on in Indonesia and and kind of highlighting and wanting to um, represent the tolerance that Indonesia has for people who are different to them and who might be smaller groups within their country so just your thoughts when you dri- were driving through it and it was so beautiful and colorful noha um, that, that is definitely one of the sightseeing places. Um, uh, luckily for us, we got just in time, or our tour guide made it in time and got us to go on the cable car so we could go around on, um, to see the theme park. Yeah, that was a close uh, oh, oh, absolutely! <laughs> absolutely! In, in fact, yeah, in fact, they reopened that office, especially for us, well, you see. <laughs> it's really who you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thank you, that is And I mean, the theme park is made out of the islands of Indonesia itself. I can't remember the amounts of islands. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah. a big yeah. number. So, I mean, it was amazing to see the small. And it was just a sight to, after being busy and on, a, on, on, on the airplane and whatever, to decide to, to relax and yeah. to enjoy and to enjoy that sight. Yeah, yeah. So, so and, and that's it really, it was very exciting. It was very colorful and picturesque to me and very interesting. What I wanted to ask is what, what were your thoughts when you were then taken to this museum or, you know, where they held the biggest Quran in the world and the smallest Quran in the world and perhaps your thoughts when they were explaining that there was this Quran that survived the tsunami so you could see the watermarks on it and the Quran that that survived one of the volcanic eruptions perhaps Auntie Fatima your thoughts on that uh, for me it was something it was actually you know to think that that Quran are so powerful. Allah is very good for Rahim. Because a tsunami, even a burn, 
that Qur'ans is still like that. It's just a watermarks and the burn. That one kharaf did I see, I didn't see. Yes. Like, it is like on the edges. Yeah, yeah. And, that and, was and very interesting, isn't it? It was damaged on the edges, but not the content yes, wasn't yes. damaged. And for me, what I love the most, and I even ask, I ask Fatih's cousin, <coughs> I'm, get me one of that, the biggest Qur'an. Yes. That one. It was huge. <laughs> it was huge. I'm thinking, how are you going to get that? Now he's got one that was the first Quran that Tuang Yusuf write. Okay, okay. And it's not in our, uh, we won't understand it. Yes. But the amazing part of, of it is, it's to think how many years back is that. Yeah. And that Quran, he's got a copy. Yes. I must now be very nice to him. <laughs> <laughs> The things are to go fish. Yes. I think I will get it because he's got one. Because yeah. actually, um, they make, make copies like yeah. and now he's got a copy. Okay, okay. Well, that's something exciting, and perhaps that's something that Fatih um, would like to have as a part, you know, if he yes. can have a copy as well, because this is really so much his passion. I think we've we've kind of run out of time just before the, the ads that we need to take, so we have to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll chat more, and we'll probably now go to the experience we visited, the National Monument, which which was beautiful and huge and impressive there was this dance as well and and of course then we visited the istiklal mosque so stay with us don't go away we'll be back right now Ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts and refrain from whatever you're doing because you are now about to embark on an amazing journey going back to our roots and you'll be listening to all the participants on this fantastic tour. So please listen carefully. Welcome back. I'm Shahida Kali. I'm speaking with Fabit and Nuha and Auntie Fatima. And again, we're continuing to relive the wonderful experience that we had on the Back to Your Roots tour. Now, part of this tour, and it held so many different experiences. We then, on a day, visited the National Monument. And on that day, we visited the Istiklal Mosque and so on. And, you know, so lots of excitement that happened at the time. And perhaps, Sabit, your thoughts in terms of when we were at the monument, there was also this museum that depicted the very involvement of the history of Indonesia and, and how it all came about, but very beautifully visually depicted. So perhaps to just go there first. Yeah. yeah. But let me first maybe start where we got off the bus. Because yeah, I think sure. The, the outside the whole area was like very festive, and I, uh -huh. I enjoyed that. I don't know if you felt the same. Yeah. But there were like brigades and there was like military uh, parading 
And for me, uh, what actually really reached out to me, like we could take pictures with the with the military. Uh, they had their, their guns and everything, and we were like yeah. posing, and they were happy to pose with us. So yeah, was really absolutely. Festive. Wasn't that exciting? And, and yeah. there was like a dragon dance outside, which is brilliant. Yeah. But um, I had a very special experience at the top uh, uh-huh. of the monument, but the museum itself, uh, you asked me the question, I think it was really, really important to, to, to march through all that history. It was very well laid out. You know, it's the whole, all the stages of, of, of the experiences of Indonesia right up to the independence. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was a great uh, experience for me and I think the whole uh, group, if you would all agree on that. Yeah, yeah. Auntie Fatima, your thoughts. What was it like for you? And also we were standing in this long queue so that we could go up to the top, you know, at the monument to be able to see the beautiful views of, of Jakarta. Yeah. Actually, I was just at the bottom yes. of the museum. Okay. So I was just as, but as very big, so as like a circle that you must walk from this point right through. Yes. Uh, right there, yeah? yeah. That is actually the history. Yes. And for me, it was amazing to see how it started. Yeah. And even the code of dressing. Yes. Like it is from that point right up till today uh-huh. and for me it was amazing it was beautiful the pictures and so on i took some yes, pictures nice. um and and again i'm hoping you know that voc had put it on the website because mm. the pictures depicted the whole involvement yes. and the growth and and yeah. the changes that yes. came yeah, and how changes. kind of you know if we want to call it in inverted commas as the civilization or, or yeah. so you know grew and improved and so on um, i think the theme of being fishermen and you know uh, lots of boats uh, that you know different experiences that you could see in those pictures hmm? yeah yeah and and your experience Noha, how was it for you um it uh, the museum itself it was huge so i mean we actually got a lot to see got to see a lot um um for, uh, fortunately i went up standing in that long line but it was a long wait. Oh, yeah, was wasn't it? it was I think we waited two hours. Yeah, yeah. But can you remember how we tried? We sent uh, Latifa Kuzendim and Sara to go negotiate and try and get us in. Who? Kapsamanira. Kapsamanira. We wanted to jump the queue and we couldn't jump the queue. They wouldn't let us. No, yeah, to put us namasan and enjoy. I mean, there was only one lift going up. Yeah. Now, it, it was, Thabit, you, uh, yes, your thoughts. Yeah, I, I must yeah. say it was a long wait, but it was worth it, even though it was like a, a lift that could only take like 10 or 11 people, so yeah. they scramble for it. <laughs> but when we got to the top, it was really amazing. The view of the whole city was wonderful. But there was one specific incident that really, that, and, and I said in the beginning of, of the um, interview here, is that when I travel, I like the interaction with people. That makes yeah. my, my, my travels um, like premium. So... We were standing there, my wife and myself, and then one of the ladies came up to her and in broken English like indicated she wanted to take a picture. Yes. So then they asked me politely, can you take a picture of the two of them? I said, okay, cool. And I, I'm standing and I'm taking, and half an hour later I'm still taking pictures because yeah. every 
after every shot, someone is added to yeah. the actual train. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then eventually the father, it was a huge family. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was quite fun for I must say. So, so yeah. the, the father came and he got, on, he got into the frame and then he called me and then someone asked me for the picture. And I think that was just the way they are. Such yes. nice people. They just want to take pictures um, for everybody. But what really touched my heart, uh, Shada, is that the father then looked at me and said, please come home with me and come eat with us. Wow. And I thought, wow, you don't know me from a bar, so but yeah. you're inviting me and my wife to your home. And, and, and that's what I really like when I travel, that interaction with people. And yeah. that's typical of Indonesians, the humility, yeah. their love, their, that just that there's no barriers yeah. between uh, you know, like strangers. They're just wonderful people. Yeah. I think we were on this tour, we were so made to feel so special. Um, and I mean, really, you felt like you were wanted, you were welcomed, and you felt like you were home with family. Absolutely, yeah. For me, also, what was quite exciting was visiting the Istiqlal Mosque because there, too, was the whole depiction of opposite was the mm-hmm. cathedral yes. and the fact that we were told they were so tolerant and lived so beautifully together that on a Sunday, the parking of the church people will be in the parking area of the mosque. On yes. Fridays, everyone parks at the cathedral again. But what was interesting for me about this mosque was it was five levels and for them it represented the five uh, pillars of Islam and the height of the minaret was the 3,000 I don't know how many I don't have the amounts with me but it was equal to the amount of ayahs in the Quran I thought wow they, also what was very interesting Auntie Fatima was the architect of that mosque is a Christian person Muslims had also tended to to um, do the architectural drawings but the government particularly decided on awarding it to the Christian architect because of the whole tolerance and wanting to live together beautifully yeah 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 what what does it feel like for you to make salah in the mosque it was an honor you know and I mean you come from far yeah and what I experienced in that mosque it's so amazing but at our mosque, we've got a plain tile. But yeah. I was looking at the tiles as I was getting up that stairs. Yes. Because it's got nice designs. Yeah. The whole mosque. Yeah. Even on the top. I mean, if you could. I was sitting and I was looking around. And it's big. Yeah, it's huge. And, and yeah. you know what? Actually, I almost got lost. Because I didn't know which way. <laughs> because I was going in by yeah. the, uh, coming up by the one stairs. Yeah. And then I said, Dila, we, no, she said, no, there, mommy, because, yeah. you know, it's got such a lot of, uh, uh, um, you can go in by the side. Different entrances, yes, different yeah. Different entrances. Yeah. And even it's so amazing, even to go upstairs. Yeah. As you can go by a different angle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It and, is really. Add, yeah. It actually can hold 200,000 musallis, which is a yes. vast number of people. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. And, and they were describing at, you know, how people will then sit in this, in this ground um, outside as well. But they, they at that mosque, they had the, 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 
what's what is it called the banging of the of the of the what of the yes, you have to be, like yes you know so like a like a drum like a drum and it's made in leather it's huge and before the times of electronics and speakers and all of that they used to use that to call people to prayer so i thought that was stunning and they've actually kept it beautifully uh, preserved you know so i could take photos of it and so on it was so it was really really interesting but perhaps just your thoughts to how when you visited there what did it feel like to be in this beautiful mosque and i think primarily what stood out was always the sense of tolerance yes um firstly the mosque was beautiful um oh i was going to say um sitting when we sat in the mosque waiting for maghrib waiting, waiting for the maghrib adhan um the recitation that went that they recited yes. sounded so beautiful, mashallah, and it sounded like you were at home, you were in Cape Town, you were in South Africa. And I mean, they recited a bit also after that, and I just I felt at home. It's amazing how you can go anywhere um, around the world, but that sense of Islam and, and recitation so of the sure. Quran is it's going to be yeah. the same. And Alhamdulillah, I'm fortunate to have um, listened to the recitation of the Imams at that mosque. Yeah, the yeah. recitation was beautiful. It's, I yeah. closed my eyes at one stage and I thought I was somewhere between Medina and Mecca. Mm-hmm. was like, like really wonderful. The, just the level of recitation, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel the same with Fatima? Yeah. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Hey, so so I think I think you know as we go along, and we had so many. I mean, really, this program is only going to focus on a f- some of the experiences that we've had. So you know, then after a few days in Jakarta, staying at the stunning hotel, we then went on a train ride, and and some of you would have gone on the train ride to Bandung, I believe, and I wasn't on that train ride, and also the bus drove away from me. <laughs> I was stranded in Jakarta. I'll have to I'll have to tell that story in another program. But can you imagine our face, Alan and I, we now you know, there you go through at the train station and as we walk out the bus is just gone. <laughs> so that was actually quite an exciting experience. I think it all just brought, you know, lots of beautiful memories. But describe to us, you know, this train ride and also the train, I believe it was a very comfortable train um, and you could relax but uh, uh, apparently the scenery was absolutely oh, breathtaking amazing. so auntie fatima tell me yeah the scenery i enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, so like you know that as a train was riding it's like you can feel the freshness mm-hmm. because it's just a greenery and yeah. it's very nice and it's got nice patterns on it yeah so that was i was very amazed with that uh-huh. because it's nice and, and and you can just smell the greenery okay. and uh, but, but there was a time I was very tired also. It was so soft. Did you sleep? I was, so soft. I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say, I then got, you know, Fatih got us a limousine to go to Bandung um, in the limousine. And for a huge part of that drive, I also slept on the back seat. Oh, <laughs> what I yeah. to add here is that um, by that time, we got to know each other. Yeah. And that was brilliant because... We got to know each other in Jakarta, and then we took this 
train, luxury train trip to Bandung. Yeah. And so it was nice to interact with each other on a different level now because yeah. we were no longer strangers. We were yeah. now friends. Yes. And uh, surrounded by beautiful scenery and the therapeutic train ride. It was nice. And the service was good. They came around. They offered us something to eat, obviously to pay for it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we could buy nibbles and enjoy the, the ag- agricultural uh, land as we drove with the beautiful yeah. valleys and the mountains. Yeah. Very breathtaking. Yeah. Beautiful and, place. And, and the greenery is stunning, isn't it, Noha? What were your thoughts? Um, the green, um, also, uh, also I fell asleep, so I fell asleep after the ride. Yeah. But when I did wake up, I mean, the greenery was amazing. Um, it was rice paddies. Um, so obviously it's a huge part of Indonesia. Um, I was on, as, as we were speaking about, we were all become friends. We were sitting on the platform and I mean, we were early for the bus ride. So as we were sitting on the platform, I think that's when our tour guide, Dadang, became like, like, like a Catonian because I mean he was doing tricks and I felt like that's when everybody felt yeah. a, a sense of togetherness it was that brilliant, wasn't he? wasn't yes, he brilliant? I miss him, I thought I about him the other day wow and he had such multiple knowledge has, yeah. uh, didn't he? Hey, what an entertaining personality really, I think it's, he is the perfect guy to have it cannot be better I than Dadang I, yeah. I, I promise you I don't think I think he was actually the Shirang Top, yeah, uh, oh, the, yes. the tour guide. He made yeah. everything possible for yeah. us. And you know, when we left there, I felt very hard so. Yeah. Because he was like family. Yeah. We were we went there as strangers. Yeah. But as we came back, we we, we came as a family. Yeah. And even Tadang and the other guys also. Yeah. yeah. We Oh, they were also part of the family. Yeah, it was really, really wonderful. And yes. I think we, there was definitely a development of an attachment of yes. feelings. Eh? This again, once again, the, the Indonesian people, they're all, yes. they're all the same. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen any stressed Indonesian. They had no worries. Yeah. Like when, you, when I came back, everybody was worried about, oh, this or that, or we're just chasing the wrong thing. Yeah. But they were so contented and they were just so cool and calm. calm. I, I know that. I mean, even on with traffic on the road, Roads, but you just never see anyone being agitated. Of it means also means the camus lekker skel op die pad. That's my New Year resolution. I'm not going to be stressful and stressed behind the wheel. Yeah. I'm going to take a little bit of the Indonesian yes. uh, culture and just like chill behind the wheel. Yeah, well, that's a good. That's a really <laughs> good I intention. Yeah, I think you must also tell the people. Uh huh. Yeah. Look, we were in a taxi. Yes. That taxi driver was so amazing. And the cherry on top is, there's no door on the taxi. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember. He was sitting in the taxi without the door. Yeah, they really are very good drivers. Very good and, drivers. and even in the bus, never did you feel anxious or this is why we could sleep. We could yeah, sleep yes. sometimes when we were in the bus yeah. because really, what a Fatih isn't here. Let's just say what a slave driver he was. Oh, <laughs> yes. I mean, really, it was jam-packed. <laughs> he finished us. That's all I can he say. He really finished us. <laughs> it was brilliant because, yeah. you know, when, you, when I travel, I sleep little and I'm active most of the time. Yeah. Because you can come back and, and sleep at home. Yeah. And obviously, you, you, you're in a different country, so you want to absorb as much as possible. Yeah. So, yes, Fatih had a fantastic program, and he kept us busy from breakfast till 12, 1 o'clock. Yeah. Excellent. Well done, Tim. Yeah. yeah. That is so true. So and you know what? Klaas can 
Van Vaten gesyn klik net die saad oos. Oh my word, we in trouble. <laughs> so yes, then, you but know, when we cool were, guy. he's a cool guy. Absolutely, he's a cool guy. I just want to say one thing. Yeah. I think when you're passionate about doing something, that, yeah. that yes. just, just the, you know, that makes it all. It came if through, hey. With passion, it just, it creates a better product yeah. at the end. I mean, Actually, my... if you do it with passion, alhamdulillah. It's a success. It's a success. And and I think we can all say there wasn't really, it almost sounds like it can't be true, but there wasn't one hitch. There wasn't any, you know what, what what impressed me was we were a group of 40. You never came to an hotel and you had to wait for an hour Mm -hmm. or two so that they can sort out things. Mm -hmm. I mean, you walked in there, there was a list of names, a door, the keys, and it was all there. And you were just given your keys and there you went. I mean, such beautiful hotels. Absolutely. 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 So, but let's get to the excitement. And I know, let, let's check how we're doing for time. Oh, we've got one minute left over. Let's, uh, for, for just this part before we have to go to commercial news again. So, what we'd like to do is we'll chat still about the cultural show, the Anklung music, how we made music together, Daivasam Grand. Mm-hmm. And then also the, the experience of being at a volcano where you could all, you could hear the rumbling because the the, the snippet that I recorded, you could hear some of the rumbling and you could still see the gases that is coming out of the volcano. When I sent it to Cape Town, my daughter said to me, Mommy, how could you do that? I need my mommy in Cape Town. <laughs> so, yeah, but I think we need to take commercial news. When we come back, we'll chat about that and the excitement and the beauty of it. So stay with us. Don't go away. Cape Town's new and first Palestinian restaurant, As-Salam. Traditional Arab cuisine for fine and casual dining, warmly and proudly prepared and served. Enjoy the art and talent of the fresh and finest homemade Palestinian food by our professional chef. 100% fully halal. Open for breakfast from 9am to 11am. Lunches from midday and dinners, shisha corner and Wi-Fi coffee shop all day. Also the perfect place for your special functions. As-Salam Restaurant, 111 Main Road, Claremont. Call 021-674-0032. The Islamic Dawah movement of Southern Africa has built over 40 masajid, as well as boreholes and classroom blocks, all amongst previously disadvantaged communities. We have now commenced constructing a new masjid in Dimbanani village in Eastern Cape. With the contribution of many parties and with united efforts, help IDM complete this project sooner. Inshallah, every rand counts. Ideal for Sadaqa Jaria or Isali Sawab for Marhums or general donations. Call IDM on 031-304-6883. That's right, IDM on 031-304-6883. IDM, together we merge the light of Islam with the people of Africa. Inshallah. Nadia, why are you smiling? Because I have a lot of IQ. Don't you mean high IQ, silly? No, a lot of IQ snacks for lunch today. IQ Foods have the crunchiest, munchiest, tastiest snacks around. Choose from our cracker snack, nachos, pingos, and tantrums, all in a variety of flavors. So, feel the crunch and take your taste buds on an adventure with IQ. Available at your local shop and cash and carry. For bulk buying, call 021-934-9760. IQ Foods. Go on, have another one.
Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts and refrain from whatever you're doing because you are now about to embark on an amazing journey going back to our roots and you'll be listening to all the participants on this fantastic tour. So please listen carefully. back. I'm Shaheda Kali. Our focus is our Back to Your Roots tour. Very excitedly, I'm speaking with Thabit, Nuha and Auntie Fatima and we were together on this tour. Now when we were in Bandung, which is one of the cities or islands of Indonesia, we then went to a cultural show that was presented to us by the children of the area of Bandung. It was absolutely stunning that's where we were taught Anklung how to how to play Anklung music but for me the highlight was getting into the center I love my dancing and I could just dance cup at eight I felt like a Capetonian when we were dancing to the music with the children in the end so Thabit I think I'd like to chat with you first because I think you were of the first who actually were taken from the crowd onto the you know the the center area and just dance. <laughs> well, basically the show itself was fantastic. Yeah. It was very cultural and this was my first experience so it was really exciting. Yeah. But towards the end of the show, um, the little girls came out and they kind of took someone from the crowd mm-hmm. and this little girl came straight to me and I was the first uh, male, male yeah. to be taken. Yeah. And I first thought, well, you know, she's making a mistake. But yeah. then I realized I, I have to just go with the flow here. So I, yeah. I went with her on the floor and I was like kind of doing some movements and yes. it was very ex- it was quite exhilarating it was such great fun because it was clean fun it was just happiness and yeah. everybody being together and dancing yeah. with the children was yeah. lovely hey and it was wonderful they were they were just such lovely children and the musical instruments superb yeah absolutely superb yeah. Yeah. yeah Auntie Fatima what did it feel like to actually be a part of playing music on an instrument that you've just been taught how to play Actually, it was amazing, Shaita. It was something different, and you know what the amazing part is, eh? Yeah. Like, I mean, you play that instrument. Yes. Even if you play four notes, it makes us, it like, it's like a, a tune. Yes, it makes the song. It, it's so amazing. And But do you know what is for me what was very amazing? When that five-year-old boy came to me, uh-huh. and I mean, he took me, and I said, now he Push me to the, uh, pull me to the to the floor. Yes. And uh, for me, it was something nice. It was a nice experience to dance. They dance. Yes. Yeah. Different. With little ones, With little, little children. Ones. 
Yeah, and they were so cute. You know, this little yeah, they were yeah, and you know, the little girl who came to to fetch me, and I went, but she was so in con, she was so confident. Yes, these children, I believe, are very confident children. Hey, what was your experience like, Noha? And and because there were different messages in, like the puppet show depicted right from wrong. I thought the music of the show was also very beautiful um going to the cultural show it started off with the puppet um show so yeah. we arrived a bit late but i mean you couldn't understand what they were saying but the message that the puppet show held was so clear as into what auntie shaida said from right and wrong yes and it would be amazing to actually understand what they are saying but um, I think I, I can't remember the rest of the um, yeah. uh, cultural show, but I do remember playing the Anklung, which is also definitely a highlight. Exciting I mean, the guy yeah, came yeah. and we got our own and, and we were taught how to play. And I mean, as, and when everybody knew what to do, everybody did it together, the yeah. whole area that um, yeah. the cultural show yeah. was held at. And I felt that was type of unity because, I mean, there were people, there were different tourists, not just us. I saw a couple of other tourists. And, I mean, it's amazing. And the dancing and the children, like Auntie Shaida said, it is, they are adorable and cute. And you just want to take them home. And <laughs> so true. It's definitely <laughs> yeah, it's true. We all arrived as, as audience and mm. we ended off as the orchestra. Yeah. So we had the conductor and yes. we were all sitting with instruments and we were, we were playing, uh, like, familiar uh, music, which songs. was fantastic. Yeah. Familiar songs. Yeah, I, uh, for me, what stood out also, you know, he said it, you, that his music and his shows and the dance is about togetherness. It's about mm-hmm. happiness. Um, mm-hmm. It's about sharing. And and what it highlighted also was how music can be a universal language. Because, mm-hmm. like Noha said, there were people of different countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seemed to be people of Europe, even, and we just all made music together. Mm-hmm. And it was really okay. stunning, Noha. I just wanted to add. My brother and I um, do music as a subject, um, as we still school students. Yes. But he could understand when you know they did the dirty me. You could understand. Yeah. So oh, the hands, yeah. like Auntie Shada said, it's universal. So I mean, everybody could understand it. Yeah. I found that amazing. That was amazing. So, so you know, then now we. Oh my word! We have to take commercial news. When we come back, we'll speak about the volcano, and then we'll probably just touch on the hot springs and very briefly speak about the shopping. And the mosquito bites we need to speak about as well. So stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts and refrain from whatever you're doing because you are now about to embark on an amazing journey going back to our roots and you'll be listening to all the participants on this fantastic tour. So please listen carefully. Welcome back 
en ja, jette, as mense my so geniet, dan lyk het vir my die tyd gaan te gauw voorby. I'm Shahida Kali, and I'm speaking with Thabit and Noha and Auntie Fatima, and we reminiscing about the absolute stunning Back to Your Roots tour that we were on, we enjoyed. Ons het ons gaat te geniet, het was rarig baie lekker. So, so to come back to um, when we were in Bandung, and really we're going to have a program, we will, we will focus on the other experiences. We kind of systematically going through our experiences that we've had. So these are just some of the experiences, and believe me, we're skipping much that we can speak about. So then we went to this volcano which is one of seven volcanoes that are still active and it's huge but it actually looked very beautiful to be there very picturesque to be able to see a real volcano and you can hear some rumblings and you can see the gases are still you know coming out emitting from the the volcano and there's a lot of shopping around it if people can imagine and picture it and lots of activity lots of tourists and everyone wanting to come and sell you some goodies but it was so exciting perhaps just your thoughts on that and and also connecting it to the hot springs then that's kind of at the bottom of the volcano and the experience that was there as well maybe you should start uh, i'll start with you noha what did it feel like for you obviously it is a bit scary when coming because i mean the volcano is active so yeah it could go off any time soon but yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just i just like to um Obviously, the weather in the whole of the whole tour was humid and hot. Yeah. So when we went up to the to the volcano, I mean, I got cold. I mean, it was cold. Very cold. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. yeah. <laughs> and um, getting on top when we we're on top of by the volcano, um, Uncle Fatih said that we're gonna be surrounded by a lot of people who are trying to sell you stuff. And I mean, like, we were 50, uh, like, I swear even more, mm-hmm. people that were trying to sell you spoons and keyrings. But I mean, it's all part of the experience. Yeah. And um, also touched a bit on the hot spring. Um, after the volcano, we went to the hot spring, which is a few kilometers away from the volcano. And for me, it was an experience because I got my feet put in the pond with fish. So, I mean, that for me was also like a whole thing. <laughs> what did it feel like? Did it, it feel ticklish at, that, uh, in, at it first? It 20 minutes. I, we had a 20-minute session. So, I mean, it took me 15 minutes to get used to it. <laughs> but it was ticklish and I felt like... But it was amazing. Though. So, that was definitely a, a, a nice day that we had. That could, could you feel the difference to your feet when you took it out of the pond? I did. It felt like... like I think some people were giggling when they were sitting in the pool. <laughs> I missed that one. And in fact, Auntie Fatima and I shared a pool where Auntie Fatima was massaged and spoiled Ooh, and, and so on. So Auntie Fatima, tell us about that and then that you can chat about the volcano nice. as well. Because you know the water is so nice. Yeah. I mean, you could sit in it and you can relax. Yeah. And then they come up to you and... I mean, they massage your feet, your arms, your neck. Yes. It's so amazing. So Shahida joined me, so I said, oh, come, this is good for you. <laughs> nice. was, it was very nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. And the surrounding, I mean, the, you know, the, the hot springs look beautiful. It's so green. It's so picturesque. It's really lovely. So what was it like for you, Thabit, and also your experience at the volcano? Uh, yeah, it was, it was an awesome experience, Shida. Basically, it was my first experience of a real live volcano, so you can well imagine I like experiencing things for the first time, so it just awakens everything in your system. 
Um, like Nuhar said, it was freezing there, but despite that, it was most enjoyable. It was nice to see the smoke coming out and, and everything. You can see it's alive. Yeah. But um, then Brother Fatih warned us about when we get off the bus, the, the people will come and like swarm us to try and sell. And we kind of... We, we bought some things because it's their earnings and, and, and you know, most of the things they actually make themselves because they're very, they're very handy type of people. Yeah. So they make things with the rocks and, and, and wood and such like. So that was a great experience. Also, you have to negotiate incredibly because their prices are maybe 400 times um, the, 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 the normal price. And then you've yeah. got to negotiate and bring it. And then it's up to you. When you've settled on the price, you haven't either scored or gained. It's, it's an agreement. You can't go yeah. back and say, oh, there's someone got it for cheaper. Yeah. So it was, it was quite fun to to do that yeah but what a wonderful experience to to, to, to be at the real live volcano and taking some nice selfies there my wife yeah, was yeah. Enjoyed that, yeah. <laughs> there was a key thing on the trip yeah. selfies all the way and then the hot springs um also a good experience because we swam with the locals and i, I like that when i travel i like to be with the local people we yeah. go on to, into our costumes we got into the pool and we communicated and we were swimming with them it was just uh, an awesome experience yeah yeah and so really you know there's just such a lot more that one can speak about but unfortunately i think it's again time for us to take commercial news when we come back a very short time to chat perhaps a little bit about the experience of shopping and the experience of selfies and also mosquito bites that was a part of the the whole excitement of the tour and management of it so stay with us don't go away Ladies and gentlemen, please fasten your seatbelts and refrain from whatever you're doing because you are now about to embark on an amazing journey going back to our roots and you'll be listening to all the participants on this fantastic tour. So please listen carefully. our program. I'm Shahida and I'm speaking with Thabit Noha and Auntie Fatima and we are speaking about the wonderful trip that we had, the Back to Your Roots tour. Now of, and remember we just describing some of the experiences that we've had, particularly focusing on the Bandung Island that we had visited. Now we had we'd visited the volcano, we went to the hot springs. Um, this is the area where many of our tailors here in South Africa came from the Bandung area and in fact you could go there select a piece of material tell them what you'd like and then the very next day you can have your garment that's how stunning they are I must tell you and it's beautiful things that you can choose there including the batik but it brings me to the topic of and and I tell you I think there was one person particularly that stood out for me in terms of shopping and bargaining Auntie Fatima tell us what that was all about <laughs> <laughs> okay <coughs> Fatih told us 
if you want to buy something, they're going to give you a price. Yes. So you've got to bargain with them. Actually, that is also what happens here. Yeah. But now, Shahida, you, I don't think you knew that part. Yeah. So I was only there. And it is so good with street. bargaining, man. Okay. <laughs> it's like everyone calls Ma, Ma, come bargain for us here. <laughs> Ma became the specialist in bargaining. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Was it exciting? And I mean, you, at the end of the day, you buy your, your, your item, but you are happy and the seller is happy. Alhamdulillah, yes. And even some, uh, now, if, even if you walk away, then he will still run after you. Yeah. And still tell you, yeah, I've got this or that. Yeah. But it's so amazing. What What for me stood out also, Auntie Fatima, was the sense of goodness between us as tourists and people who, who got to know each other there. I must tell uh, our, our uh, listeners that so often I wouldn't have my money with me and then if I saw something nice, Auntie Fatima, would say, he's so fat a hundred decent rupee man and dear, he's so a million for you. And then I would come back and say, and it's like, wow, you know, excuse me, a million rand so full it for me. Excuse me, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. I mean, really, those amounts were so big. But I think shopping was exciting. Perhaps just, you know, uh, Nuha's thoughts on the shopping before we get to Thabit in terms of speaking about the selfies experience. Nuha, how was shopping for you as a young person? Shopping in the whole felt good i mean like you could see stuff and they're like oh that's uh, for me it was like okay it is a reasonable price and all yeah. stuff. So i was happy i mean i got what i wanted um the quality of wherever we were like throughout the tour was it was good and i mean prices were reasonable and i just really enjoyed being in the vicinity of a shopping mall because yeah. it means that i could enjoy myself yeah so yes no that was great i you know a part of this experience was Thabit was uh, you know on the tour with his wife and um one of the highlights for us also that we shared as a group was oh Thabit, you've got to take selfies because it was a thing about every every place that we visited you'll have a selfie with your wife and it was always so stunning i mean she is so beautiful mashallah uh, yeah, look, when I travel, I always like to capture the experience, and, and I like the two of us to be in the picture because it's nice to look at when you come back, you see where you've been, and you have the two of you know, yeah. in, in the picture. So, yeah. yeah, I try to sort of cover every area, and yeah. I think one of the nicest uh, pictures I've got is in the, um, the tea um, plantation, which is beautiful, the greenery, uh, yeah. which is amazing. But every single picture from Indonesia is like really super, super, super. That was really beautiful. And I mean, we had, we shared that picture on our uh, group chat that we have. You know what? There's so many things that I still would have liked to speak with you about. And unfortunately, we just don't have any time. Um, you know, we, we know that there were times when we, when we went to go and eat out at the steakhouse and when the two groups got together again and it felt like oh we missed your our family and then they came and they shared it with us again so lots of excitement there unfortunately we are out of time um and inshallah i'm we're hoping that our listeners um were able to feel the spirit of the tour and how we really became very very close so i want to say shukran to you i spoke with thabit abrahams nuha francis and auntie fatima birch and 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 oh my what did i say <laughs> <Abrams>. <laughs> oh my apologies <laughs>
Oh, that's hilarious. It's hilarious because I'm looking at Hendrix when I'm saying Abraham. Anyway, shukran so much and assalamu alaikum and go well and we'll have be back on a tour together inshallah again. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.